following is a production of Dirty Mo Media. And now, your starting lineup for Dirty Mo Doe. Up first from the great state of Ohio, he's the degenerate of the group who bets on anything he watches, the Chopper. Next, he's from the Commonwealth of Pennsylvania, the man who does the real work crunching the numbers, the Professor. And last, hailing all the way from Maine, the crew chief of this misfit bunch, Steve Latar. We had a lot to uncover, folks. I'd love to tell you it's uh, piece by piece, and it has to do with a race, but it doesn't. It has to do with two amaretto sours and a mouthy bald man at the dinner table on Saturday Ooh, night. Do tell. Oh, yes. I'm in the studio with my man, Chop. We got uh, our man, producer. He's at the end of the hall. And we have the professor. All right, professor. Tell him what happened. No, you're, you want to talk about it. Go ahead. All right. here right. I'm going to jump right in. Here's what happened. The professor's not a real drinker. Had a couple amaretto sours. Started getting <laughs> amaretto, a little uh, Amaretto sour? What I is know, he, 17? We don't have time to pick or on 96? <laughs> or 96. He's closer to 96. So here's what happened. He was a soccer player in college, and he started talking some junk about kicking a field goal. And he goes, I could kick a 50-yard field goal. Then, oh. he goes, then he goes like this. He goes, well, maybe 45. <laughs> he at least shortened it up. So I also had two glasses of wine in me. He says, bet. Yeah, right. And he goes, what do you mean? I said, I'll give you 15 to 1 on your money for kicking a 45-yard field goal. And as soon as I say it, oh, Rick Allen goes, I'm in. Jeff Burton goes, I'm in. I mean, doot, doot, doot. we're oh, jumping boy. in the boat left and right. I'd have jumped in that boat, too. Oh, yeah. You, you probably could still get in. You can get in. Ooh, I don't like the sounds of that. So hold on. So here's the thing. Then here's what happens. We all cackle, get some apps. Mm -hmm. Then he goes, how many tries do I get? One, dog. One. No, this Burton is gave like me 10. Burton gave me 10. Well, okay, on Burton's bet, you get 10. Yep. On Stevan's bet, you get uno mas. Oh, one. He, hasn't taken, he hasn't done it yet. No, no, no. He's oh, practicing. Okay. He ordered a ball. <laughs> then he tried to get a tee. With then he tried to get like a like a kickoff tee. I said, no, 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 no. You can get the little uh, holder tee, like the tripod holder tee. And then he sent us a video Monday at like 9 a.m. He was out at the local high school kicking field goals. <laughs> oh <my God>. 45 <laughs> yards is a boot. No <laughs> Oh, I can't wait. Yeah. Oh. So listen, I know I'll stay. You know what? I'll stand at the ten and catch it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think he has the distance. Really? It, well, it's going to look like one of Rick's wedges. Oh. <laughs> it comes off low and low, hot. Low and hot. Low and hot. <laughs> All right, let's let's it, yes. So there is a whole kit coming. It's going to be amazing. Um, football, football was a good week. Yeah. Oh boy. Oh boy. Football was a great week. I love it. Um, if the last minute Hawaii, any real better knows what I talk about when I say the last minute Hawaii parlay on Saturday night cost me a little bit of my winnings. <laughs> um, that was about two hours after the kick bet. Uh, so that yeah, that was our Saturday night in Birmingham at the Perry Steakhouse. Shout out to Perry's in the parking lot of the hotel. It's a pretty solid joint. I don't, I've never been to a Perry's before, but I've been to this one every year for like four or five years now, and it is jamming. I'm gonna tell you, we need to put one in, in right here in Mooresville because this thing is out of control. You can't get in. Huh. Oh, it's amazing. It, it, he was, great food. He was greasing. Oh, tell him what you ordered. <laughs> you had, we had a new so so you've been, have you ever been? You haven't been out much with Professor. So when you go out with Professor, you go to breakfast. We do breakfast a lot. He has table cakes. Okay. He's going to order pancakes for the table so everybody can have a little bite. Oh, there you go. What would you order on Saturday night? That was a night? pork chop 
for the table? A table pork chop. Oh, it's nah. a double ribbed pork chop, and they slice it for the table. Oh, boy. Now you're starting to see why I need to get on that Peloton more, hanging out with the professor. <laughs> All right, how about the race? How was the race, my man? race was great. Right up to the point. <laughs> no. I was wondering what happened. You had, let's talk. You had the winner. Had the winner. We had Blaney. Let's talk about race overall. The race overall had a weird feel. A lot of fuel savings. Kind of a different Talladega-ish. It was just okay. I can't give it three, thrum- three thumbs up. It was just okay. Yeah, I thought it was pretty good. Well, well you matter. And you had well, Blaney the winner. I had Blaney the winner. Yeah, that was good. It's top tens. I jumped back in the pool and drowned. How'd that work? I drowned. Gibbs. <laughs> Gibbs and Stenhouse. Okay. Well, Stenhouse looked good for a while. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was good. Head-to-heads were a loser just until Mr. Harvick decided he wanted to cheat a little bit. So let's talk about Harvick. I confirm, producer Trav confirms this, um, and this is why DraftKings, I'm going to give him a tip of the hat, and this just tells you that they win a lot because they've paid both sides of the Harvick bets. Wow. So if you had Harvick and the DQ cost you, you got paid. And if Harvick's finish, you know, the other way was a you know loss in your column, they refunded your account. So they parted. They paid both sides of the Harvick. That's bet. fantastic. And that's the thing. Check with your books because NASCAR, not, not, not every book that works with NASCAR we pays can away. Confirm DraftKings, right, Trav? What you're Draft saying is we have reached both. out. Travis, oh, I say we. Travis has done all the work. He has confirmed that DraftKings paid both sides of the Harvick bet. I think that's first class. Yeah. Some some pay unofficial. Some wait till after. Everything. So let's just talk about how this works. Checkered flag. They all go through. But I don't mean racks and yellows. I just mean a normal checkered flag. They all go underneath the checkered flag. There is the results you see on television are unofficial. We celebrate the winner. We do all the stuff. Then we do some inspection. Uh, and then when do they normally make them official, Professor? Sunday night or Monday? No, it's Sunday night. It's after that inspection. So the, Sunday the night they inspe- become the official. Track inspe- inspect- the track inspection. As opposed no. to, they, they don't wait until they go back to the tech center. No, no, tech center would be a, a fine. So they, they ratify and make them official. But, like, not that, hold on, Chop, let me bring you in a make-believe area you've never been before. Imagine you're sitting in a sports book in Vegas. Oh. A beer in your hand, watching a basketball game. The buzzer goes off. You hop right up to get in line to cash your ticket. And they cash yep. it. Yep. Same thing in racing. You hop right up, they cash your ticket after the checkered flag. So... I have never seen a sports book uh, that waits for official results in person um, on any sporting event. Uh, you know, I think it's right away. But so good for DraftKings. So overall, where'd you end up with the Yellowwood five hundred plus? Plus eight. Can't lose money winning. No, plus eight. Plus one for <clears throat> plus one forty for the year. So all good. All good. All good. Um, is there anything else for the Dega before we go on? I would bring up the. Um, predictor model but i'm gonna tell you i wouldn't i wouldn't, I wouldn't do it yeah. i well you mentioned the bets and the bet the beer that i owe you it's patrick mahomes really screwed me in that uh you said that kelsey and the chiefs wouldn't cover against the jets j-e-t-s i was one yard away from covering P- oh i got a bad beat of the bad beat of the year there's a couple this weekend i went down a road of player props Oh, yeah. What game was that on? Was that the Sunday night game? The Monday night game. Is it bad when you don't remember which games? Let me go to my tickets. It was a... um, I think it was the... uh, When the Eagles play. 
professor early, right? So it wasn't that game. It was one o'clock over the. Who played Monday night? The Giants and the Seahawks. Seahawks. That's what it was because it was a Seahawks bet. Check this out. I had Seahawks over two and a half touchdowns. Check. I had Kenneth Walker over 67 and a half rushing yards. Check. This is in a parlay. And I had Tyler Lockett over 54 and a half receiving yards. Guess how many Mr. Lockett had? 54. Three receptions for 54 yards. <laughs> I mean, I've lost by, by half points. I've lost by buzzer beaters by a half yard. It was so bad. This is no joke. It was so bad that I was Googling, where do they make stat corrections? How long does it take if they, you know, because you heard talk about fantasy guys that are like gained or lost points. Yeah. So I thought, well, maybe I'll get an extra half yard in the correction. Nope. I sure didn't. All right, we digress. Moving ahead to the Roval. Cutoff race for the round of 12. It's all on the line. Four guys are going to go home sad. Points currently, you have Kyle Busch at the bottom. We have Bubba Wallace out on points. He's like nine out, right, Professor? Um, let's go from. The, let's go to the start. Who's ninth? Who's the first out? Ninth is Reddick. Minus two. Feel good about Reddick. What's that? I said I feel good about Reddick. Then Bubba minus nine. Bubba minus nine, Chastain minus ten, Kyle Busch minus twenty six. All right, that because that's going to matter on some of these bets. Because who's, uh, who's one above? Brad Keselowski, two points above Reddick. Mm. And then it has a pretty big gap, right? Then Larson plus fifteen, Truex plus seventeen, Busher plus nineteen. So, so before we get the predictor model, let's talk about this. After a little bit of a snoozy Indianapolis and Watkins Glen, the stage breaks have been brought back into the Roval. Oh, good. So, a lap twenty-five and lap fifty, there'll be a caution. We had been scoring points, but now there'll be a caution. Why that matters is a lap twenty-three is going to be real decision time um, for guys that need points or don't need points. If you need points, you stay on the racetrack, finish the stage, pit under yellow. If you don't need points, you pit with three to go. Why you do that is you don't lose a lap. When everybody pits under the caution, you'll cycle in front of them. Um, neither here nor there. That's just how it is. So, do the do the stage points move forward? No, but they add to well the one point if you win the stage right. does, but, but the, the others don't. Total points, right? You're just trying to advance out of this round. Okay. So the interesting thing though is the Roval is twenty five fifty sixty eight, right? Isn't it one hundred eight, Professor? It's one hundred nine. One hundred nine. So. You know, the stages are really early, so I don't know how, you know, I think you could actually score points in both stages and still come back and win the race if you have a good enough car. Um, so we've got to keep that all in mind when we start talking the bets because it is going to affect it all. So let's go to the aforementioned predictor back on the rights and lefts, which I think was pretty good on your per, your uh, percentages were a little higher when we turned both directions. Yeah, it, yeah. The, the super speedways drafting tracks are, are struggle, the predictor does. so Not just the super speedways, but all the drafting tracks. <laughs> Atlanta wasn't terrible. but So um, that would argue is, that it's not a complete drafting track. Yeah. We digress. Um, Chase Elliott is on the top with Tyler Reddick. Those two are at the top. Okay, talk to me about this because how does this, you know, the Roval, road courses... Because it's an odd mix you have there, so I'm listening. So it is an odd mix, but it, it's still still a road course, and you know, it, you look at Chase Elliott; he's won two of the last four at the Roval. So, 
And then he's been top five in three of the last four road courses. So that's where all this comes in. So I him. think that's worth talking about because I know Elliot hasn't won, and that's what everybody's going to remember. But he has been in the top five. I mean, he's run really well at the road courses. Yep. Not winning speed, but he was the second-best car at Indy. Just McDowell didn't – I think a yellow, mm-hmm. maybe. We don't know, right? But but So, all right. So we have Elliot and Reddick, and those are standout tier ones. Yeah, and Reddick, he's won three of the last nine road course races. So, like, he is – you know, I don't know how you go against him. So in group then, in qualifying, if either of these guys have an issue and you play daily fantasy, those are absolute must buys because you're th- saying they're going to gain spots. Correct. Yep. You would argue if they qualify up front where they should, you're probably going to only be able to afford one of them. Yes, but it, you know, you look at laps led on some of those daily fantasy ones. You need those too. So if it was laps led, you would take the pole sitter. Correct. There you go. All right. Tier two. Um, Chris Busher. Christopher Bell, Kyle Larson, William Byron, Michael McDowell, and A.J. Allmendinger. Any surprises? Um, you know, not really. Larson's a bit of a surprise. You know, well, he, qual- a- he qualifies well. He runs well. I don't know. Maybe I'm not giving him enough credit. The Meteor didn't hit him this week. The Meteor didn't hit him. You're right. The Meteor didn't hit Kyle Larson. He somehow missed the falling star in Talladega. Yeah. Well, he's won at the Roval. He's a four-time road course winner, so I don't know how you don't put him up there. Okay. All right. Um, you want to go on? Yeah, let's go on. Then Denny, Ty Gibbs, Truex, Alex Bowman, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain, and my guy Kyle Busch. I'm a little surprised. Well, that's not true. Suarez was really fast in Indy. The guy I want to talk about is Bowman. He's never finished outside the top 10 at the Roval. He missed this race last year, but top 10 in the prior four. All right, so you want to talk Bowman. My man, Chop said, Chastain, high or low? What's your, what's your, I think he's high. You don't expect him to run this well. Nope. Let's have some Chastain numbers. Let's have it, Professor. Well, he's 14th. It's not that high. Don't defend your damn predictor. Just give us the numbers. Holy okay, smokes. Well, so, so to his credit, his best finish is 22nd at the Roval. <laughs> Whose credit? Mine or yeah. his? Stoppers. Yeah. All right, there you go. Well, but he's he won at Coda on the road course, so he can get it done on the road courses. I guess here's my point to Chop's point. Chastain, you say he's only 14th, but you're telling me you have in front of Bush, Harvick, Logano. Well, I believe I believe Harvick. Oh, now, how does Blaney get down that? Yeah, far? how about Blaney? He won the Roval once. What happened to Blaney? Let's go to the tier four because because we Man, got some questions. This predictor is. Oh, okay. Do you remember how he won the the Roval? Yeah, Jimmy Johnson got Martin Truex Jr. and here come Blaney with a gift. It's gonna be yes. the same gift as you missing that field goal. <laughs> So Blaney it's has gonna be a toe top. shank. You watch. Oh, He's gonna warm up like eight in a row, and it's gonna be a dead toe shank or something. Back to Blaney. Yeah. Last nine road course races. What do you think is how many top tens do you think he has? Zero. He's got one ninth at Watkins Glen. So tier four might as well be called Penske. Sure. Or you have Logano, Blaney, and Sindrick. Harvick and Keselowski. It's the Blue Oval Team Penske tier four. Now, this says Blaney, four out of five stars at the Roval in the top ten. Well, that's qualifying. What did he do in the next-gen car? Well, there's been five races. There's been, what, two jet next-gen, right? One, 26th last year. Okay, so it was one. 
Okay. Well, you, you so, so we're coin flip on the. On, so you're what you're saying is Blaney was good until the next gen, and now he's not been good. Right. Where's Blaney in points? Well, he's won. He doesn't care anymore. Yeah. So I don't know if that makes. How does that make you feel? I don't know to be honest. I, I this tier five hurts my feelings a little bit, but go ahead. Briscoe, Bubba, Austin Dillon, Ryan Priest, Stenhouse, Haley, Eric Jones. Haley, Bubba, and Briscoe. Give me just this year's results of those three drivers. Okay, so Haley, this year's results on road courses, 19th, 21st, second at the street course, then 38th and 24th. Okay, so just a smidge better than Chastain, who's 14th. How about Briscoe? I'm just busting on you. Do you see that eye roll? That's fine. I'll give you the eye roll. You want this year? I would like Briscoe this year. Briscoe this year. 15th, 29th, 20th, 6th, and 35th. And the Bubba Wallace. This one ain't going to start good because Coda was not good. 37th, 17th, 31st, 18th, and 12th. All right. They all sound like tier fives. Uh, we're going to run through the rest of the names. I don't know if there's anybody we need to talk about. We'll start at the bottom. Austin Hill, Andy Lally, Zane Smith, Balicki, Burton, Dylan. Rockenfeller, is he figuring it out? How was he? I mean, he was still just kind of mid-pack, right? Gilliland, Almirola, and LaJoy. Yeah, Rockenfeller was 19th at Watkins Glen. And I, yeah, and I think the role was going to be harder. All right, there you go. There's your predictor. Speak now, forever hold your peace. Any questions? No. Did you sell your predictor to the books? Elliot, Byron, Reddick, McDowell? There's a driver that the books and Russ are off, and that's Busher. And yep. Bell. Busher the worst. What, why is that? Why is he so high, do you think, in your opinion, Russ versus Vegas thoughts? Well, his worst road course finish in the last 10 is 11th. So just his consistency alone helps him. Well, then that's me. the – I mean, when you look for a trip up in the books, there is it. Busher top 10 at minus 120, I think, is the bet on the board. In the top – I mean, he needs a top 10 in points, right? Where is he in points? Yeah, he's he's fifth plus 19. So, so here's like why I like top it. Top 10 is great for Chop, him. how many times have you and me and the coach been on different sides? How does that always work out? When, when you, you know, a guy like Mahomes slides and mm-hmm. doesn't go for the end zone and costs a guy because, you know, nobody cares that they cover except yep. for the guy who bets six beers on it. Um, but here, Busher needing a top 10 for points and you betting a top 10. Like, you, I think you have a chance to align. I, I kind of yeah. like Busher. I think Busher top 10 – in my mind, is one of the best bets on the board because, I mean, you have him as third in the predictor. So that's the highest guy you could get close to even money on a top 10 all year long. I mean, I can't think of another one. I know it's a little minus, but I, I love that bet. I also, the other one they don't they don't respect in the books is Bell. You have him fourth, and they have Bell like 11th. Yeah, well, he won this race last year. So let's go. Let's stick with Busher and Bell real quick, and let's just talk odds because I don't think we do this enough sometimes. So Busher, right? We have him predicted third. He has never won a road course race, but he's super consistent. Yep. So minus one twenty, plus two seventy five, top five, plus six hundred, top three, twenty two hundred to win. As a gambler, chop. 
He hasn't predicted third. We know that's not an exact number, but so read his finishes. You said you gave us a stat about top tens, but go ahead and give us to him. Where are they really? Next gen from the beginning of the next gen car. Give me Busher's finishes. So he was twenty first at Coda a year ago. A a year ago, first 20, ever one. Okay. Yep. Then he was second at Sonoma, sixth at Road America, tenth at any road course. On fire. Nine, Hold on. Tenth after burning the rocker panel out of the thing. Drove back up to tenth. Yeah. Then he was ninth at Watkins Glen and then sixth at the Roval last year. Okay. And then this year he was eighth, fourth, tenth, eleventh, seventh. The reason I say that is because it's not second in force, right? There's a lot of just outside the top tens. The numbers I heard right here, it's still a minus 120 to the top ten. I don't think I would go top five after hearing those results. Now, now, Stevie, here's a question, though. Yeah, buddy. So, so you, what if he can finish seventh or third and fourth in the the stages, and then that equates to like, and then he finishes 18th in the race? That's still a top ten. No, it is, and that's what I think is going to happen to Busher. But the advantage is with the 69 lap final stage and how good Busher is, I think he's going to finish both stages out. He's going to finish somewhere in the top six or seven of both stages, and he's going to finish somewhere seventh to 13th in the race. He's going to drive up just because he's good enough. Um, but you're not wrong, Professor. Um, you're not wrong at all with that theory. But I will tell you, if you're going to get on Busher top 10, you better do it before Saturday because he's going to qualify well enough. He's not going to be minus 120 after qualifying. Ain't happening. No way. Um, so, Elliot, let's talk wins just for a minute. Elliot, 6-1. to one, I know that Chop's not even considering that. Byron, actually. Really? I think this, is a, this could be an Elliot week. The meteor that missed Kyle Larson may come into this room. <laughs> this is the this is the Chase Elliott week, huh? It might be. I, it, it's it's coming. It's going to happen. I fully believe he'll win this year. I, you know, I'm I've been saying it. Yep, I hear you, Byron Reddick. McDowell. Hold, hold on, hold oh, on. Man. You got remember, he's in the owner points race, so he's going to race differently too. What was that, Travis? He's currently sitting fourth in the ownership points. Yeah, but he's going to get through pretty easy. He's plus 20. I I don't yeah. I think he'll win stage 1, flip stage 2 and try to win the race. That's my guess on what they're going to call for a race strategy. Dinger, nope. Truex. I don't know what happened to Truex in the playoffs, but it's not been smooth. There's your man Bush, your tier three Bush. They love him. You don't. You, Hamlin, you have ninth. I'm still trying to look for some value. I just don't see any on the board unless somebody's finding how about it. In that, how about Bell? Yeah, okay. I mean, Bell, I think this is a little disrespectful for Bell. I mean, he's he won here a year ago, as the professor has already stated. You have him fourth on the predictor. They have minus 135 top 10. 18 to 1 to win the race. Where is he in the points? He's fourth, plus 22. He's going to stay out in stage one if he qualifies well. Where's his qualifying average at the road courses? I mean, his qualifying average in the playoffs is unbelievable. He won the first three poles. He won the pole in every race in the round of one. Uh, he's been seventh or better in the last three. All right, all right. Yeah. I don't think there's any long shots, though. Can we just admit we're not going to be throwing any long shot winners? Let's scroll down and just look for top 10 money. Blaney, Chastain, Logano, Harvick, Sindrick, what, what about Bowman top 10? 
plus 140, and you're saying he's never – he missed it last year. Yeah, he was out with injury. You got him 12th. I don't love it. I like a Keselowski top 10 before I like a Bowman. You double the money. I mean, listen, Keselowski has to – he has he has no choice but to run good here. Now, I know this isn't his cup of tea, but – Okay. He only has one top 10 in 11 road course races. Yeah. This, I mean, it'd have to be plus 400. It's not good. There's nothing here. What about, um, so our There's guy nothing. Denny Hamlin has won the pole for three of the last four road course races, I think. So that's what I was going to get to. Let's go to qualifying. There's some qualifying odds. Uh, Hamlin's 10 to 1 in qualifying. By the way, congratulations, Professor. We hit Al Marola. On the button for the poll at Talladega. I know what you're thinking. Huh? (laughs) Uh, Much to Jeff Burton's. He comes up in the booth all chipper like he's got. He's, oh, I know what's, you know, I talked to a bunch of people. And this is just him and I getting ready to go on air. I'm like, oh, man, this is going to be an SHR car on the front row. They like swapped the front row the last three races. Nope. All right, I'll bet you. Yep. Big shot. Thanks, buddy. Hmm. So that glass of wine, the first one I talked about at the steak dinner, guess who bought that one? Wow. JTB, Mr. Burton. No one loves golf more than Jeff, by the way. My man is on He's a- overtaken Waltrip. I think he has. He's also overtaken Waltrip on his handicap. <laughs> who would you... Seriously. If you had no strokes and you had to pick a partner in a captain's choice type event, would you take Burton or Waltrip? Walter who's played 200 rounds a year for the last 10 years. Yeah. JTB. <laughs> I'm telling you, Burton is he's the guy. All right. Speaking of go. speaking of golf, did we did you cash any Ryder Cup bet? I bet every single American on Sunday and I won um 0.3 units. So you ended up oh, through the Ryder Cup you ended up up 0.3 units or 0.3 just on unit. Sunday? Nope. Total, 0.3 units. I mean, the way that it started for you to go American bets and to leave positive, it's a hell of a Sunday for you. You know what? They acted like losers. They played like losers. They showed up like losers in day one. They tiptoed out on the first thing. Like, why don't we send Brooks out there with the mullet to just be absolutely an obnoxious American, hit one down the fairway, wave the crowd, get him pumped up, and strut off like he's going to win the event? Nope. We tiptoe up there. Like, look, I don't want anyone to travel and be rude. But this is sports. I'm not talking about in the in like the community. In sports, you gotta have a certain percentage of you're a badass. You gotta have ooze some badass. They have the American badass, Brooks Kepka, right? Nope. We put him late in the field. We don't know. We're gonna put Scheffler, who's a baller, but obviously not a baller in match play because he got smoked over there. Like, come on, man. We put a whole bunch of lambs out there for them. The wolves eat up. Like, we deserve to lose. There I said it. It was awful. I ordered a quarter zip and a, no, a hoodie and a club head cover, and the hoodie was too much that I'm going to keep going to wear it, but there's zero chance that club head cover gets near my bag. I have the worst driver in all of Cornelius, and I don't want it to get worse. I think if I put that American Ryder Cup thing on there, it'll be even worse. Ridiculous. Oh, boy. Ridiculous. I'm going to talk about it. Seniors are coming, though, just so you know, in Florida. <laughs> Did you know there was a senior Ryder Cup? No. Yes. It's at the concession in Ooh. Florida. I didn't get my invite yet. Not that I've been studying. All right. 
All right, let's get off this. We got Danny Hamlet for the poll, right? Ten to one. That's what you love, Professor. That's your pick of the day. Well, no, I'm asking you. So, like, well, he's he's won- we've won three of the last four. I like ten to one odds. Yeah, but now he, now when you look at the Roval, he's been twenty fourth or worse when we qualified. Who's been the Roval guy? Well, it's been it's been all over the place. Yeah. If I had to pick, I would pick uh, Hamlin or Larson. Why We've not? only qualified there three times of the five. Get your get your tool out. We're going DraftKings matchup. We're going to fix a tool right here. Chastain and Logano. Okay, when do you want this for? Get, give me everything you want. I want all of the next-gen uh, road course races. We don't care about pre-next-gen. They actually had an H pattern. They had small breaks. Yeah, at the concession, Senior Ryder Cup. It is Logano. <clears throat> I'm avoiding that one. Chastain's in the by, points. Logano's not. It's it's not it's not by a lot. Uh, Reddick McDowell. Reddick's going to be faster. McDowell's pit crew's going to hurt. McDowell's out of the playoffs. That means he can flip the stages. He could care less. Um. Where is Reddick? Reddick's in a points battle for that reason. And that reason alone, I'm taking McDowell as a long shot. I think Reddick's going to be faster. But I think Reddick's goal is to advance on points. I don't think they're going in here thinking they're going to be – they must win. I think he's going to qualify in the top three or four. He's going to run both stages, which is what he should do. But that means at lap 53 or four, he's going to be give or take – 16 to 22 spots behind McDowell. And I just don't see 22 spots coming. So that reason I'm taking McDowell. Larson and the Dinger. I'm not betting on college racing if they were the only two on the board. So I'll just say it. Ain't happening. They went. They lost me. They went to Road America with AJ Allmendinger in an Xfinity car with no co- with non-competitive pit stops. Right. I mean, this is like taking, you know, Opie heads up against us. <laughs> I mean, this is like a, the easiest layup no known to man. Right? No brainer. And they somehow messed it up. Man. Poor Opie. Opie's the, a machine. The, the numbers say Larson anyway. I, I'm not. I don't, yeah. Oh, I'm taking Larson 17 times over A.J. Allmendinger. I, I, the guy is unbelievable. The, the kid, he's not a kid. He's, a, he's almost my age. But he's a road course machine. I mean a machine. But I don't buy it. I don't buy the equipment he's sitting in. Uh, Bell and Gibbs. I'm Bell. taking Bell, buddy. I'm taking Bell. That's almost a hammer bet. Now, now Gibbs had a great run at Watkins Glen, though. I know, but we're in the playoffs now. Okay. I'm taking Bell. His uh, started out hot. He's just slowly kind of. Gibbs? Yeah. So, but I'm almost okay with it because you know what it looks to me like that he's had a pit crew change. He's not in the playoffs. He's just trying to, like, He's trying not to be the owner's grandkid. Hmm. Like, he's being real quiet in the media. He's not complaining about his bad pit stops. He's just, which I can almost respect. Like, hey, man, guess what? You didn't make it. So he's acting like the guy who didn't make it. Like, very respectful, yeah, right. just do my thing, not, yep. you know, yep. not mess anything up. So I, I do like that part. Um, let's see what's next. Oh, Truex and Tier 3 Bush. <laughs> yep. Surely you're going to have a it's comment Truex. here. By the numbers. By the numbers, it's Truex. And by your choice, you're taking Truex. For yeah. sure. I'm taking Bush. I bet. knew we were going to get here. Bet. Yeah. I think Truex is done. 
Where's he at in the points? Plus 15, 17? Mm. Plus 17. No. All right. So this Bush has to win. Yeah. Truex has to finish, which is a problem. I, I don't think Chop's awful on his theory here. He just has. I mean, if this is a little bit like the uh, like the Reddick McDowell theory. I do think Truex will be faster than Bush, but I think Bush is going to do everything he can to get track position. But I'm staying out of this bet between these two fine gentlemen right here. What's Truex's numbers in the next gen? Well, remember Toyota was not good. Oh, I know he stunk last year, but no, but all of Toyota stunk last year. Okay, they give course. me this year's numbers. Okay, so it's 17 at Coda, one Sonoma, one Sonoma. Did you hear that? Then a wreck at the Chicago Street Course running top 10, and then seventh and sixth of the last two. And Bush? Kyle Bush has been 36 and 14th in the last two. He yeah. might have been top five in the prior four. <laughs> <laughs> all right we'll see how that works. Now, i will say though bush has been really good at the roll too i i mean i like the bush bet here uh yeah he was he's third and fourth in the last two races at the roll man he's backpedaling this bet real quick he's mm -hmm. we just went from the 50 to the 45 yeah chopper took too long i'm out on this bet <laughs> that's all right i'd rather make money on it than harvick and Sendrick. Ooh. Can we? I mean, Harvick is. There's no way you're taking Harvick in this bet. Numbers say Cindric. Yeah, I, yeah. M numbers, motivation, time of year, give a shit factor. I, I, I'm struggling to find anything that's pointing to Harvick's way. Not even on his own doing. I'm not blaming the guy. Busher Blaney. Busher. This is this is a slam dunk. This is the the. The hammer bet of the week. Hmm. All right. Now, does it does it this impact the fact that on next gen car ten to one? What about the fact that Blaney is racing just now to get the win? He's in. He's done. He doesn't have to worry. Fair. Um, I, I'm actually with Professor on this. I don't know how to say this nicely, but I'm just going to tell you right now, Busher's riding a horse and Blaney's riding a donkey. I mean, his, his, those Penske cars, I mean, they're awful. I mean, how can we say this nicely? They are awful. I mean, I know he, was, he won Talladega, yes. Give me Penske finishes. I don't care. Pick Blaney, Sindrick, or Logano at the last three road courses. I mean, they're awful. All right, so I'll give you – so their best finish at the Watkins Glen was ninth as Blaney. Okay. Then the Indy Road Course was 13th as Blaney. Okay. Then Chicago was sixth at Sindrick. Hold on. And at Chicago in sixth, did Busher still beat Sindrick? I think it was just behind him. Yeah. Or how about this? Go to your group tool and put Busher in with the three Penske cars. And I bet Bushers outrun the three Penske cars in 80% of the races. Like, it's, I agree with you. This is a hammer of all hammers. 
now that Blaney hears that, he'll beat Busher and then text us and say, take that, you no good son of a guns. Oh, yeah, this is going to be a social clip we're putting out. You can take this to the bank. We're, ta- we're going to tag Blaney everything. Which part? All this all anti-Blaney and but take Busher. This is a social clip. I've already got it marked down right here. 39 minutes clip. <laughs> well, let's have the numbers to back it up. Don't bury us in the social. Oh, I'll put the I'll put the numbers in there too. Oh yeah, you barely ever do though. Let's try oh, to get the whole thing here, Professor. Busher against Blaney. Okay, let's have this whole conversation. You want a clip? I'll give you a clip. In eleven next gen road course races, Blaney has outrun Chris Busher one time. Correct? Correct. Professor don't want to be in the clip. He's being quiet. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Professor, then give me the group numbers. How many times has all of Penske outrun Busher? So, so Busher's in the fi- in the 11 races, Busher's been the best five times. He's outrun all three of them five times. Yes. Yeah. And then he was second three, you know, three times. Listen, it's no guarantee. I hope this fires up Blaney and he hauls ass. But the simple fact is he's one in ten. He should coach the American Ryder Cup team. <laughs> Unbelievable. Elliot and Byron, not touching that with a 10 foot pole. Hamlin and Suarez, this has got to be Hamlin. Hold on, let's go back. Let's go back to the Elliot and Byron one. I think this is kind of a hammer bet for Chase. Like it it's it's eight to two. Now that one time was last last road course race at Watkins Glen, but here's why I would say not. Recent momentum. William Byron had a pass through penalty at Indianapolis. There was no yellows, and he was the fastest car in Indianapolis. We talked about this, remember, Professor? And then he came back at Watkins Glen and he proved it, and he whipped everybody at Watkins Glen. So I understand what you're saying, but if I look at recent momentum of the last two road courses, I don't buy it. I, I'm not saying you're not wrong. I'm just that's enough reason to scare me because Byron's been really good. Um, but okay, so numbers would say Elliot Hamlin Suarez. There's no way on God's green earth the chop isn't taking Denny Hamlin over Suarez. That's why he should just barely, but. He's better than him. All right. Any other of these we got to talk about? McDowell and Dinger, Bell, Busher, Jones, and Haley. How about Reddick and Larson? Ooh. Reddick and Larson. That's an interesting one. That's Reddick. By the numbers, Reddick. Seven to four. There's one three times. Now, here's one that doesn't make any sense. Which one are you going to? Because I'm getting ready to hear it. Go ahead. Truex minus 150 over Busher at plus 115. There's no way. That can't be I'm, right. I've, I've got it on my computer screen right here. So shop your books, guys, because there's a book out here that is Truex as a major dog to Busher. That is a hammer Busher all day, every day. Although you said Truex ran in the top 10. So what do the numbers really say before we say that? Um, they're they're closer than you think. So it's been Truex. The last five has been better than Busher, three to two. But overall, in the next gen, it's it's seven to four to Busher. But would you say this should be about an even coin flip? I would say it's it's way off. Those numbers are way off. So that's Shopper's point. Is is we're not saying it's an automatic that Busher's going to outrun him, but but for plus money, it's an automatic bet. 
Yeah, for sure. Uh, here's the other one. I like this book because they have some Chastain plus one thirty five over Bush. There is a chance that Bush could come out and haul the mail. There's also a chance that Kyle Bush could rage quit at lap fifty. So that this is, I would say this is a Kyle Bush bet. All right. Well, that's what the books agree. Okay. Anything else? We got to move on to some DraftKings groups. Let's do DraftKings groups. Elliot Byron, Reddick, McDowell. No way I'm touching that one. Larson, Dinger, Truex, Bush. Ooh, still don't love it. Suarez, Bell, Hamlin, Gibbs. I'll keep going down the thing. Busher, Chastain, Logano, Blaney. Now, I think that's a Busher bet. Busher, Chastain, Logano, Blaney. That's that's damn near your uh, Busher versus Penske. I was going to say, after all that talk we just had, if you don't take Bush in this group, Beth, then I don't know what the hell we just had that conversation about. Oh, from the sweatshop. The man oh, comes in. What? <laughs> he's down there. He's beating up. Group D, <laughs> highlight it in green. That's one of our five bets to watch. Busher and Group D. Suarez, Bell, Hamlet, Gibbs. No, 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 no. How about some manufacturers? Any consistency? Nope. Is that a typo on the on the Ford Chevy? Yeah, ours has been updated. You have the one that doesn't get updated live. Okay. Where's Ford Chevy? Well, because the typo was like plus eighteen hundred. Oh. <laughs> but you're telling me that Ford's at that big a disadvantage? Yeah, probably. Man, Chevy over Toyota by plus one seventy to two forty. Guess Reddick, Hamlin, Truex. And I mm-hmm. understand why, but. Okay. Man, they got Hendrick winning this race by a mile, don't they? Team odds. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you? 23 11, you might as well bet Reddick. We're, we're definitely not taking Penske or Collig. <laughs> What about RFK or RCR? You might as well just take Kyle Bush or Brad or uh, oh, Busher. Yeah, gotcha. I don't want the odds for the other team. Hey, Steve, do you want to talk about a uh, number of Chevys uh, in the top 10? Yeah, let's talk about that because it was my pick last week and it hit until they threw the Harvick bet out. I actually think that the sports book in here should pay both ways as well. If that's the case, I would have here at Dirty Mo Media, we pay on official results. Boy, oh boy, oh boy. How about any of these fun props at the end? Amandanger, Reddick, both top three, no chance. Both top five, Trex and Elliott. Chop, any of these jumping out of you? Gibbs and Bush, Hamlin and Larson, both top five. Oh, three of them. I'm sorry. Bell, sure. Hamlin, Larson. Yeah. Logano, Suarez, Sindrick. No chance. Elliot or Byron to win? Nope. Uh, next one is, I don't know. Nah. Wisher, McDowell, and Reddick. Any of them to win? Yeah, but it's t- it'd have to be like 500 or something. 270? Yeah. yeah. Chevy, top Elliot, top Ford, McDowell. That next one isn't, the next one isn't bad. I don't hate the next one. Top Chevy, Larson, top Toyota, Hamlin. That's an interesting one. Plus it plus t- at 20 to 1. 20 to 1, yeah. I mean, think about the flyers that we've taken in our life. That's not even a flyer for you, Chop. That's no, that's it's a Saturday. <laughs> that's, well, and, and that's a Mac action. <laughs> gonna clinch within the race. What's that? Like Hamlin's gonna clinch like after stage one. Yeah, he's in. He's he's in. So there's no issues there. 
win stage one in the race. So I actually like that bet here because of the point situation. So the reason I say that is because... Guys will be going for points in stage two. <sighs> well, so I like stage one because... I don't love it, but it could happen here because say... I'm looking at who might sit on the pole. Hamlin... I don't think he would stay out. Well, no, I think he would. So here's why. You get a playoff point. Yeah. Which is like a point added to your total next round. So, you know, if you get any playoff guy that sits on the pole, I don't even care if it's Byron, who's already won. As people might want to think that's crazy. I think he's going to win stage one. I think he's going to take the, the playoff point. So now you have a car that obviously qualified well, and he's going to win stage one. So I'm not saying come back and win the race, but a plus 450, I think that's an interesting bet. I would probably take that one. Um. Chevy's in the top 10. Let's go ahead and have this discussion. Over, under, three and a half. The over is minus 220. I, yeah, I don't love that bet. What's under in the Fords? Under three and a half in the Fords is also the favorite. Toyotas, that's a great line for Toyotas, two and a half. That's a, I mean, that's a great line. All right, let's have it, guys. What's the bet? How many am I down? I don't know. What's the standings, Trav? Uh, it, it's so bad we're giving up. I think we're going to reset them and just win a bet. Any bet on the board. <laughs> a win bet is a plus one. Don't even worry about the odds. We're just going to win a bet. It's like <laughs> when you place every chip on the roulette on every number. It is. It is. The ball bounces out onto just, the carpet. Just like, our, our luck, it'll somehow hit green. We win a bet. On there. Win a bet up here. What are you going to do, Chuck? If I'm going to win any bet. Yep. Pick a winner. Just pick I need a you to bet. pick a winner. Pick a winner. I don't well, care how you know what minus I'm gonna the pick? odds are. Just pick I'm going to take Busher over Blaney. Busher over Blaney. All right. Trav? Give me a Hamlin top Toyota. Okay. Professor? Oh, I will take Reddick over McDowell. I'm just going to pay the juice and win a bet. I'm taking Chevy over Ford. Just win a bet, guys. Win a bet. Uh, five bets to watch brought to you by DraftKings. It starts with the man, the myth. Actually, we're pretty heavy on this guy. Chris Busher, top 10, minus 120, but the guy has been killing the top 10s. Right, Professor? What's his record? Yeah, he's been top 10. His worst finish is 11th in the next gen, or in the last 10 races. Well, 11th would cost you some money, but if we can get him better than that, we're going to be happy. Uh, let's see. Reddick versus McDowell. This one is not on speed. It's on situation. McDowell over Reddick. He's the dog, but Reddick is looking for points. Right below that, we have Larson versus Almendinger. I think everybody agrees it's going to have to be Larson. Larson's, I know Almendinger's great at the road courses, but Colleg has struggled. And then the chop loves this one right here. Truex versus Bush. Love Bush. It's going to be close, but like when it Mikey. comes to the Roval, Bush has better than normal odds. And the other one, we're staying on the Busher train. Group D. DraftKings, and the fifth of five bets to watch. Busher over Chastain, Logano, and Blaney. Now let's jump over to that Xfinity. Let's look at this sheet. We got no cup guys in the field. Allgaier, Mayer, Custer, Kligerman, Creed, Hill, Nemechek, 11 to 1. Jordan Taylor. Borsed. Oh, yeah, we got him? some names in it. We got Jordan Taylor. And who said Borsed running? What car is he in? I saw the announcement. A 17 Hendrick car. So it's the Hendrick wow. cars. I was wondering if it was a JRM or a Hendrick entry. So that's the Hendrick entry version. 
Um, Barry Herbst, what do you like on the board, Professor? Um, I like that Nemechek bet. Man, he is fast at 11-1. It's crazy. Now, Algar, our uh, Almendinger won the last four Ro- Roval races in Xfinity. So, he's not in the field. So, other guys have a chance this year. So, you, I, I have to agree. I think it's a Nemechek bet for value. Um, Clickerman's showed some good speed. Uh, Creed hasn't done it yet. Hill. Is this a cutoff for the Xfinity? It is. What's that? It's playoff cutoff race. For yeah, it's Xfinity the same two. situation. Is Cup it? and Xfinity. <clears throat> I do like um, Kligerman over Creed in the matchups. I like Creed has some issues with finishing. What about Boris set over Barry? Man. It's been a long time since Boris has been in one, man. I don't want to be disrespectful. He's the nicest guy in the world, but, you know, time does go by. I think, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I know. No, I can't. I can't get on top of Boris over Barry. I'm sorry. Like, the guy, I mean, he's a good road courser, but, but you know, you know how it is. Like, we all remember what we were like in high school sports. We still think we have all that athleticism. Like, we think we could kick a 45-yard field goal just because we played soccer. <laughs> I knew it was coming. Uh all, All right. right, anything else? What, oh, I got to get what about, what about Jordan Taylor? Tell me what your thoughts are on him. Well, I think I like him better in the next-gen car with the paddle shifting. I don't know about the four-speed transmission and all that. I mean, obviously, the guy's a pretty good road course racer, probably best on the group, him and Boris. But I think this car, let's go back to how it used to be. Road course ringers in the old cup car used to struggle because they were kind of heavy and bulky and all this stuff. That's kind of what an Xfinity car is, and for that reason, I think Jordan Taylor's going to be okay, but I don't think he can run in the top three or four. How many Xfinity starts does he have? Uh, one. And he finished? 27th. Yeah. But but he was his average running position was eighth. Yeah, so I think that's fair. Like, look, the, the first of all, he, the kid's great on social media. He's hilarious. Uh, if you don't follow him, you need to follow him. I think he's going to run good. You know, like, I don't, I'm not saying he's going to be out to lunch. I think, but he's going to run, like, fourth to eighth or tenth all day long. Uh, which is good, way better than any on here can do. It's just, you know, these guys that do it every day are really good. I'm happy to see him in the field. Love to see him in the field. I think it's a great opportunity for him. Uh, and I think it's a great opportunity for NASCAR to have him in there. Chop, you heading to Vegas, right? Yep, Wednesday. Oh, it's going to be a big week. Playing in the uh, PGA Pro-Am on Wednesday. Are you? What? What? Yeah, playing in the... hope you're celebrity division or something, right? I mean... Oh, for sure. Okay. Lexi Thompson is in the, making Ooh. her first PGA start. With going you? Going heavy to try to get her to be in our group. No, the oh. draft party. Oh, okay. Um, you kidding me? I'd love Who'd... to see her hit the ball 75 yards by me in the middle of the fairway all day long. It's me, Suggs, and Ricky Stenhouse. Oh, boy. So basically, I'm going to use yeah. all the Stenhouse's shots. So I don't have to do anything except ride around and drink beer. You're good at that. I'm good at that. It's a professional. A plus. Hey, Friday night, right? Friday night uh, at the Westgate Las Vegas Casino, we're going to have a little bit of dirty uh, Mo Media. We got the – who is coming? Who's coming, Trav? Give me the info. DBC is going to be there. Dale, Mike. I think there's some celebrity people. Uh, Tickets still available. Westgate. Hey, that was a hell of a sale. You should coach the Ryder Cup too. DirtyMoLive.com. 
or dirtymomedia.com slash live. Start again because he doesn't even know the damn thing. Dirtymomedia.com slash live. Tickets still available. Unfiltered. So if you don't go, you're not going to hear this because it ain't being published anywhere else. You want to hear stories about like TJ and Dale getting in fights when they're spotter driver. You're going to hear it there. You're not going to hear it anywhere else, though. There you have it. It's going to be a good time in Vegas. It's going to be a great time at the Roval. Do we have any uh, uh, football bets that we have to get on? I haven't really done my re- – I'm a weekend researcher. I haven't re- worked on my re- my research yet. I've got I got one that this is a little homer in me, but Kyle McCord over two and a half touchdowns, plus 125. Oh, boy. Come on. If they're – it's against Maryland. If anything, the, the game's going to be a shootout of anything. It's not going to be like a, a 21-17 game. Wait a second. What did you say? Kyle McCord, over two and a half touchdowns, plus 125. It ain't going to be a shootout. Ohio State is going to just obliterate them. Okay, but even if that's the case, then Kyle McCord's going to get his touchdowns. All right, I'll give you at that. Wor- at worst, I'm saying, though, it's a shootout, which case Kyle has to throw more. Who's Nebraska playing? That's really my go-to every week. <laughs> I don't know. Illinois, minus three and a half over Nebraska. Hammer, Illinois. <laughs> Nebraska is awful. They are awful. Awful. They couldn't beat Huff. <laughs> The the other bet I like, uh, Quinn Ewers over two and a half touchdowns. At yeah, you're in, you're, you, you know yeah. what? You are the perfect producer for this pod. <laughs> I'm just saying. How are you doing in the pick and pool? I'm better than you. Who's up top? Chop's up top, but I'm in the middle. Oh, okay. I think I'm right there with you, bud. I, I, the standings has me in front of you. We'll get that fixed right here in a minute when Chop logs on. Let's see, right here, uh, Dirty Modo is 14th with 36 points. Steve Letart, 17th with 35 points. Who's first? I said you, Chop. I gave you your your, your credit. Enough. Chop, you Chop is in first. How you doing, Professor? Yeah, the guy that runs the pool is, in, is leading. Big <laughs> Chop. Now you know why right. I'm not That's pool. enough. I've had enough of this group. Football, racing. I'm still a little saucy over the Ryder Cup, but either way, we head to the Roval Cut Race, both the Xfinity and the Cup Series. Round of 12, we'll head down to eight drivers leaving here. Get all your bets in, may all your bets pay off. Check out Dirty Mo Media on Twitter, Facebook, TikTok, and Instagram.